Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mi papá immigrated from La Belleza, que es Medellín, Colombia, to Miami, Florida, all with one goal, para echar adelante la familia. And with that same spirit, I started the Que Hola podcast. It's all about sharing the journey creatives from the 305 and beyond have traveled, the W's, the L's, pitfalls, and lessons, all with a focus on first and second generation Latinos, pero para todos los creatives. Entonces, parce, Que Hola contigo. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you stream your podcast. I'm your host, D-Fig. Oh, also, we're on YouTube. Listo. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Well, yeah, that's the trash bags. Of the Gap? His whole thing was that his new collection was going to be displayed in the Gap in trash bags. How did I miss this, being that I that's like why Kanye when, West and I like the, the gap. gap? That's why when I came in, because you're having your whole bathroom gutted, I was like, oh, did Kanye West set up a pop-up on your front lawn? Oh, that's why you said that. That's why okay, I said well, that, yeah. Well, everybody, with Kanye West, the Gap, and trash, welcome to episode... 221. 221 yes. of... Um, did you forget the name of our show? Oh, better let me tell you. You know why? You're pretty tired. No, so you know why? I'll forgive you. Because when you said now 221, I said, I was thinking, oh, we should do something special for 227. <laughs> so then I was thinking of Mary. Can you uh, imagine if I'm like, I'm glad you said that. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack A. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That like, when you say Mary, you're saying somebody else's name, another character's name. No, but it's but Sandra. But to think of Sandra. It's Sandra. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Sandra. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite, favorite um, it's a, scenes from Family Guy 
is <laughs> oh. the one of Jack Kay in the supermarket buying mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Mary. <laughs> did you see what she did this week? Which I thought was, I sent you the link. I don't know if you saw it. I know she did something this week, but I can't remember. Well, the, on Monday, Cheryl Lee Ralph yes. won Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy. Yes. And I have watched her speech like yes. on repeat the yes. whole week. Um, but she is only the second black woman to win that award. And Jack Kay was the first. Yes. So Jack Kay sent out a tweet congratulating you know her and how you know it took 30 plus years or what have you. But like, thank you. Welcome to the club. You know, very congratulatory, whatever. Jack Kay won for 227. 227, right. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the that was the only thing that would be better than Cheryl Lee Ralph winning is Sandra Clark congratulating Ginger. Yeah, like that's the only way. Living. That's the only way this got better, and there we are. You know, that is awesome. It's funny because um, it's uh, Shirley Ralph. I I know her from It's a Living, the right. TV show. Right. Uh, which for those of you who know what that show is, you'll get the reference because it's if you know that show, you know that show. You know that show, yeah. But it, it was the show that ran in syndication in the eight. Uh, the, <laughs> that show had a very interesting run. It started yeah. like 1980, yeah, and then it ABC. ran for like three seasons, and then it they didn't produce it for like four seasons. But then it came then back it came in syndication back in the mid 80s, and then it ran for like another five seasons yeah. in like uh, it's syndication. An, yeah, it's an interesting. Trajectory. It gave that us that show Crystal had. Bernard. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and you know, gave us a little more time with Gail Edwards. Yes, before yes. Full House. Yeah. So, uh, but that's where I know her from, and I think that was I've, my first exposure. I think yeah. I've said that's the that show was the first time I ever heard uh, the Wiz, the songs from the Wiz. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on down, he's yeah. on down the road. I, I I don't know. I guess I hadn't really watched the Wiz. Right. I mean, I was like seven. That too. And my parents didn't speak English, so you know, uh, you know these are all factors. These, these are all things that these had against factors, me, yes, you know. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, and but good for her. I feel like Cheryl Lee Ralph is one of those people. I mean, it's great that she got the semi, but I feel she's one of these people that she doesn't get her flowers. You know, she's underappreciated. She is. And if you, about, if you love her, you love her. I didn't realize. Because, you know, I, I don't know much about musicals, that she was in Dreamgirls. She was one of the original girls in Dreamgirls with Loretta Devine. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So she, this is a woman who's had a very long career. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like she's always been a working actress, right? And then, of course, she was in Moesha. Yeah, she never went away. Right. She was in Moesha. Right. Sort of like Jack Hay. They've had very similar trajectories. <laughs> and this is why they could... I, I want to take them both to brunch. Well, because... <laughs> Jackie's one of these people. Yeah, Jackie was in Two Seven, but then she, she also was on Sister Sister right. forever, and now she's on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and somehow she is still here. Yeah. You know, and she did guest stars everywhere. She was on Girl Meets World for a couple of episodes. So good for her. Good yes. for her. So congrats to Cheryl Lee Ralph. Um, actually, now that we were talking about that, and how is everybody? Did everybody well, have a good week? It's Friday. Everybody's good on a Friday. Um, so this week. In pop culture news, uh, <laughs> that whole tweet came out or Instagram post of Britney with oh. the Christina dancers and all that. Essentially like, fat shaming Christina and then not fixing it with her apology. I, I know she <laughs> issued an apology, but I didn't really read the apology. Because here's the thing about Britney Spears and as far as social media goes, I don't like to kind of dwell in somebody's train wreck or when things are going not well for yeah, someone. You, 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 you don't appreciate schadenfreude. Even when it's a despicable person, you know? Right, right. I, and, and like, 
everything is piling up against them. You know, I'm like, okay, if they're a terrible person, okay, yeah, justice is served. But I don't enjoy that. I don't right. take, you know, like, it doesn't make me happy, right? The same goes with, like, Britney Spears posts. There's clearly a mental health aspect there. Something's and, and not right. There, there, I don't know something what it has is. not been right, aside from the conservatorship. Right, something right. has not been right, you know, in, for a while regarding her mental health. And that's okay. So I don't like to read. I don't follow her on any social media. I don't like to be like, oh, my God, did you see what she posted? But what the hell is wrong with her? Right, right, like, right, right. You know, what, I, I don't I don't like to dabble in that. But obviously, I do know about this the tweet or the right, Instagram right. post of this week that went around the world. Pretty so... Tell us exactly what you well tell like what do you think about that and what does she exactly say for those okay, who have Okay, so heard it? so I'm actually looking for the the post in and of itself. I'm actually not even going to her page because I don't know if it's did still she there. Delete it? You know what? Let me check because she may not have actually deleted it because God knows Britney's favorite thing to say right now is you know everybody can kiss my ass. So you know when she's thinking everybody can kiss her ass, she probably doesn't care if uh, if it's still there or not. So let's see here. Okay, let's see. This is the this there's her apology one. Okay. Um I wish I could have chosen the nannies. Where is this? Oh, I think I think she edited it. I think she edited it because it said yeah, I found the post. I found the post where she had said it and it's different now. Oh no, here we go. No, here never mind. Okay. Her initial post was I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children. Sure. My dancers. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. I mean, why not talk about it? Don't you think my confidence would have been a bit better if I could choose where I lived, ate, whom I called on the phone? Right. Essentially. So if we take that sentence, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. What, is that, what does that say to the average person? Christina had some thick dancers because... They had to pick people who were bigger than Christina to make Christina look small. That's, I mean, it, it, that's yeah. that's the 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 logical application of a statement like that, right? Okay, so then she replies in her apology. By no means was I being. Oh, and she posted like two pictures of two little fairies holding hands. By no means was I being critical of Christina's beautiful body. It is what it is. Now that's a that's like a yeah. that's a little backhanded compliment right there. Okay. I flew to see her show once, and the main thing I noticed was the difference of our people on stage. By no means did I even mention Christina. Look at my post. I was inspired by her show, and she is a beautiful woman of power. Thank you, at Xtina, for inspiring me. Now, I think Brittany should take a look at her post. Because she does not mention... She doesn't say Christina was fat. But, but she, she says, look at Christina's her. dancers. So you do mention her. Yeah. And then to say, my favorite part, honestly, is like, you know, Christina's beautiful body. It is what it is. It's like... You know that. It's like saying, you know... Yeah, I mean, you have a big, ugly nose. I think what are you Christina gonna do about Aguilera it? <laughs> looks a hundred times better now than she did when those first like few dirty. Years. Her first album, dirty. No, the first I, album she looked cute. She looked no, she, looked she was too skinny. Okay, she was, but she looked typical. Estaba, to quote Cuban lady, ragitica. Okay, like she she was very skinny, and she has always said that she has struggled with her weight, especially you know that, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, Christina. Well, yeah, I'm sure that in those they, first few albums, they, they're like you have to be thick. Right, she was like yeah. on a major diet, you know, See. all that. But she was very thin. Like like I remember, I, I I told you when Dirty came out that she was like the chaps yeah. and all that. I'm like. 
Ella es un palo with, with that. Like, she, she, yeah. I, you know. No la sentaba. Right. And I think that after, especially that she's older now and post baby, that now she's like more voluptuous. Like, yeah. I think she looks a hundred times better now yeah. than she did. I don't know if she was referring to like old, like classic Christina or current Christina. That's but, a question for the but ages. Yeah, but, like, but, you know, and and I realize that obviously she went through a lot, but we can't Brittany. all, Brittany, but we can't also turn a blind eye and be like, well, you could say anything you want now because you've been through a lot, you know? Right, right. I think the thing with, and, and I saw somebody post something, and again, we at this point it's all speculation until we all read the book that God bless those editors. <laughs> Um, <laughs> There's going to be so many run-on sentences. They, those people, whatever they're being paid, is never going to be enough. Um, but I read some... Y'all. Y'all. Somebody posted something that's like, you know, we all sometimes have to remember that because of the life that she's led. And I'm not saying this is an excuse. But because of the life that she's led, Brittany is mentally at like maybe at 14 years old. Versus... like and Because look, let's be honest. Let's use somebody comparable. Madonna. Madonna's Instagram is a shit show. I mean, she posts whatever she wants, when she wants, if she wants, how she wants, and when she wants, right? Fair enough. But even still, Madonna's posts are still, to a degree, Madonna brand. Oh my gosh. Th- Although, th- she's another one that, if okay. I was your PR person, I'd be like, Madonna, You're gonna we're the taking phone your for a phone. Minute. Right, right. We're taking your phone away. <laughs> right, you can access your Instagram between the hours of three and four every day. <laughs> um, but, but Madonna is not verbal diarrhea. Right, I feel like Britney is just kind of I don't know if it's a result of the conservatorship not allowing her or whatever, but but I get her posts really even before when the conservatorship was going were not exactly cohesive. They never have been, which is why when people were like, "Oh, it's her dad doing the posts," I was like, "I don't think so," because if he was doing the posts, I think he, I think he'd clean it up I'm, a little I'm more. Just surprised <laughs> that even when she was with the conservatorship, they let her. Use right, her that, right, right, right. So I I I don't even know that she interprets things the same way that we would to take a step back and kind of say let me you know sometimes you know sometimes you write things out on social media and then you read it and you're like i'm just gonna delete it and not post it (laughs) right i don't think she has that part of her of her medulla avangada you know i don't know i yeah yeah (laughs) i hope she's getting the help that she needs i hope so we all need therapy at one point or another. She has been through a lot. You know, we've talked about this at length here. She has been through a lot. She, she's she gone through things that nobody can imagine. But she also needs to, unfortunately, she was put in those situations. But she also needs to do the work of, right, right. of moving ahead. And I don't know if she is. You know, yeah. may, maybe she is. And, you know, also, I think a lot has to do with... You know, celebrities live a very different life than us. And, Especially when you've been doing it that long. Right. And and a lot of celebrities have handlers that curate their image. And, yes, and, men. And, uh, well, but, but handlers that do their social media. And mm-hmm. they, there's a very curated uh, image and all that. And clearly she doesn't. <laughs> and clearly, like, somebody like Madonna... Does not does either. either yeah. Doesn't either because I I don't follow her either on on right, social right. media. But I do see her posts from time to time, and I'm like, somebody needs to take this woman's phone away. Like, right. it's it a fucking loca. Like, this is not cute. This is not fun. Like, right. this is kind of stupid, Madonna. Right. You know, somebody who's like as iconic as you are. Like, these Instagram posts are like, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, and like these filters are getting out of hand. Like, you look CGI. <laughs> 
She's hanging out with Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Uh, and Brittany, if you were someone you know is who knows you is listening, you know you can always use code Pero at BetterHelp.com for fifteen percent off your first session. Man, so, talk about product integration. You know, I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, you know, you can go ahead and do that as well. But something else that uh, started this week. It uh, started Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. The 15th to the 15th. Yes. So it ends on your birthday. So nosotros somos atravesados. <laughs> but I do love that it ends on your birthday, though. I feel yes. like, you know what? They waited until you were born so they could have a celebration. Yes. yes. Um, so, you know, as we know, Hispanic Heritage Month, it, it goes through lots of iterations. And it's one of those weird celebratory things where... Some brands join in and some brands don't, and then some do, but they do it badly. And like Pride, <laughs> a, yeah. It's but it, but it's even it's even weirder because like Pride, at the very least, you kind of slap a rainbow on it and move on, right? Yeah. With Hispanic heritage, it's too many flags. Right, you have to actually have some type of content. <laughs> right, you actually have to have like something, you know, there. Yeah. Um, so something that caught my eye, um, and because I'm a big old comic book nerd, is DC Comics has actually come under a little bit of criticism. Um, back in June, they, because I don't, well, you don't know this, and some of our listeners probably don't, but solicitations for comic books are printed and released so that um, retailers can buy them like about three to four months in advance. So, you know, you're seeing things in June that are going to come out in September, October, etc. right? So, what they do a lot of times, DC and Marvel as well, is they'll come up with covers for their comic books that are in commemoration of whatever event is happening that month. So in Pride, there are certain LGBT heroes. They'll do you know special covers with those heroes, etc. So for Latin, uh, for Hispanic Heritage Month, they did covers with all of the Latin, Hispanic, Latinx, you know, cultural heroes that they have. Great, right? Okay. Perfect. So far, so good. So far, so good. But I feel there's a but. There coming. is a but. You know, it's great. You know, you had like Green Lantern. You know, Green Lantern Jessica Cruz. Eh, Blue Beetle is Jaime Reyes. Wait, Green Lantern. There's a lot of Green Lanterns. The Green Lantern is like an intergalactic army. Oh, okay. And Earth has about four that are assigned to our sector. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. So, I didn't get that memo. No, no, I see that. I saw, by your by your look of shock and surprise, you were like, "Wait a minute! When did it become a woman?" Well, and like, a remember, woman? my only reference my only reference point of that is Super Friends. Oh, that was a while back, and I there mean, was yeah. there was the Green Lantern. Yeah. Are there are there several Aquamen? Well, there's lots of Atlanteans. Oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, you know, so there, you know, the covers are all of the different. All, you have a question. <laughs> Does he have a counterpart in the Pacific? Well, no, he's the king of the seven seas. Then why are they Atlanteans? Well, because they live in Atlantis. Okay, but... Atlantis is the name of the actual city that they all live oh, in. Oh, so they live in the lost city of Atlantis? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Aquaman <laughs> was from Atlantis. Yeah. Okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Darian, this is the learn portion of the episode. <laughs> Again, my all these people, I know them from Super Friends. Now, I loved Super Friends, right? But that's it. But Super Friends was not very in depth. That's where right. it started and ended, ended for me. Yeah, yeah, I see that. So, somebody noticed, and I'm actually uh, bringing up all the pictures to show you that there was a common theme with all of these covers. Now, aside from the common theme that they were all Hispanic and Latino, they're all holding food. 
So, for instance, in the Kyle Rayner, um, let me see the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. He has a bag that says tamales. Okay. Jessica Cruz appears to be eating. I want to say like a burrito. Okay. Jaime Reyes is eating what looks to be like maybe a quesadilla. Okay. And then hot girl Kendra Sanders is at una ventanita, which I'm thinking she's probably Cuban American because it's platanito frito and then it looks like what is a bottle of Havana okay. Club. Was this Okay <laughs> And they're all different artists. Okay. Was there a common theme here on purpose? Well that's that's what people are saying that and oh and on top of that so the one that I showed you about called Kyle Rayner. The reason is I because well here's, un- here's the thing. Hold on, I'm gonna, before we move on, the Kyle Rayner one. Okay, this was damn it. This was the one with the tamales, right? Yes. The artist had also submitted this version, which is him holding the Mexican flag. Right. They went with this. Oh. So, right? Because my initial thought was like, okay. There's an editor involved here who makes these well, assignments. Well, but, but here's the thing: that, that even if it was done on purpose, which clearly it has to have been, I just think it's very lazy that they just slapped some type of Latin food on them, and that's right. it. Let's call it a day. Well, well it's sort what, of similar what, what, what to found... what you said of Pride that they just slap, slap a, a rainbow, rainbow flag and call it a day. Okay, well, let's put you know mofongo on you, or right, you know, yeah, or una croqueta, una croqueta and, or, 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 yeah. a burrito, yeah, and, and call it a day. And that's it. It's Hispanic Heritage Month. Yay! Right. What I find a little, and again, I showed you the the two versions of the the Green Lantern Kyle Reiner one, is the artist, as far as I recall, and I even double checked with Alex, who who works in the industry, they were all by Latino artists. So tampoco no es que tú digas bueno. But but again, what I would be curious to know was, were they asked to make an interpretation of these? comic book characters this, this is what he turned in initially this guy okay. so I'm assuming that this I don't know how this turned into this with a tamale una bolsa plastica tamale wow I will say this kids as we all know by now I am a huge comic book nerd I will be going to New York Comic Con in October I am here for it I love it these are my people I've got tattoos all over my body but bro do better DC like do better I I it's it, it's that thing of like I appreciate. Has the DC gotten flack just because of this or other things? As for this, well? for this, for this. Um, it's funny because the flack that they've gotten in more recent times is actually because they've become more inclusive in in their superhero representation. So, for instance, Superman's son Jonathan Kent, recently he's also Superman now, recently came out as bisexual, as did Robin Tim Drake. And okay, a, where are these a, people coming out and doing all these things in? In their comic books. <laughs> Wasn't Superman dead? In like 1995. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I feel that any conversation about this would be similar to <laughs> me bringing up like the sp- baseball like let's talk about <laughs> sports data that you'll be like sure i'll be like absolutely I'll be like, i just learned that, <laughs> that, that right there's R- rbi Aqu- yeah. oh, there's aquaman there's- <laughs> yes it's a whole kingdom oh yes well, yeah who are the lost city of atlantis like yeah yeah so you know there's a trans hero now there's so i mean it's again it, to your point dc's gotten flack but like on the other side right which is, you know, oh, you're becoming too woke. You're becoming too this, that, and the other. So I don't know if DC felt like, hey, let's just swing the pendulum the other way now. <laughs> you know, let's find the balance somewhere in the middle by going the extreme. Yeah. But I, I just think it's one, and it's one of those things that like, 
you know, is it in and of itself offensive? No, because you know, food is part of our culture. It is like we're we're, we're yeah, going to sit I think here it was and, in a very lazy way. But right, but when you see that there are, there were other illustrations submitted that didn't rely on that, then that changes the conversation more so too. I mean. The tamales thing isn't a lie, but you know, again, I—that's I, I, not the way I would have gone. Right. That's that. Although kudos to Hot Girl for going to get plata on Maduro. Yeah, that's not the way I would have gone with that. Yeah, I. I mean, who knows? I, I I feel that with like these big conglomerates, you know, it's it's sort of like there, there's so many. I imagine suits and departments and people making decisions that who knows how something started right and where and it ended and where why. it ended and why and how was it watered down and how was it changed there's probably like a million people like giving an input and, 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 and I, it, I think that probably what happens a lot of times and it could have been something as simple honestly because i've been i've been in not the same situation but similar situations where you know you're presenting a media strategy to someone <laughs> And I've probably used this example before where it's like, you know, you present, well, we're going to be on, you know, Pretty Little Liars and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the client will be like, well, I don't watch Pretty Little Liars. And I'm like, right, because your target is 12-year-old girls and you're yeah. not a 12-year-old girl. So this could have even just been something like, you know what? Nobody's going to recognize those flags. Let's put food in there. Yeah. <laughs> like it could have literally just been as, as simple as that and as careless as that. Do you still think that... Um... And I would love to know if anybody has anybody I can talk to. I, I have questions. Do you still think that a month like Hispanic Heritage Month is still necessary? Yes. Okay, why? Um, well, I think A, because we're having this conversation about, you know, about being whittled down to our food. Yes. Um, I think also in the last couple of years specifically where people keep saying things like, you know, we're not a monolith. To me, that demonstrates that... People still think we are. Let me ask you another question. This okay. is actually <laughs> this is actually something I was reading today about um, Hispanic Heritage Month or the ethnicity of being Latin and all that. And they were talking about this guy who um, he did one of these ancestry things or whatever, mm -hmm. and he found out that his great grandmother was his great grandparents actually were Spanish and Portuguese. Okay. And he didn't really have any confirmation that they were. I, I think they, they he thought they were and whatever. Um, but then he did the Ancestry. But then he did the Ancestry.com and then like he really started researching it and yeah, okay. he found out that his grandparents were Portuguese and Spanish. Okay. Um, and, and the article explained why he didn't know that. I, I, I can't remember now, but... Because they were white. Uh, well, no, no, no. <laughs> like, why he didn't know about his Latin ancestry. Oh, okay. Right? Um, well, I can tell you. I can, I can venture Because I think, I think it was something that his mom came to the United States and... Well, not his mom. Like, his great-grandmother came to the United States and she married somebody white, so the, the last name changed. And, right. And it was uh, probably during that time where you tamped down your culture. So, my mm -hmm. so he was saying how, you know... Once he found this out, it sort of validated, you know, things that he had felt. And obviously, nobody is, um, nobody should tell somebody what they right, feel your feelings or don't yours, feel. Right. But I guess my bigger question is, or like, and, and it's it's not so much, it doesn't have a right or wrong answer. Where do you think that starts and ends? 
Because, for example, in his particular case, mm -hmm. it was through his mom's side. Right. It was, it was his great 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 grandparents. Okay, so it was a few generations removed. Yes. Okay. Right, and he is now feeling very Latin. Which again, nobody's telling you. Nobody should tell you. Listen, there are people who were raised in Latin households right. and don't feel Latin. But, but where do you think that starts and ends? Like, I think that's a toughie. And like you said, there's no right or wrong because, answer. Because to me, to me, being Latin is an experience. It is an it's an experience. That's the T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. It is <laughs> being Latin is an experience, right? Yeah. And there's just so much, so much layers. Right. So much. Just like there are in other ethnicities and other races right, right, right. and stuff like that. You know, being black is an experience. Yeah. You know, Asian is you know, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, good and unfortunately bad, bad too, yeah. of you know, because they have to deal with discrimination and racism right. and all that stuff. Um so to me, the experience is very important. So mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm trying to like just to, like in my mind try to figure out how maybe somebody who maybe root wise does have a, a, an extended or foreign heritage mm -hmm. or lineage to, to to being Latin but maybe the way they were raised the parents were raised mm -hmm. was not so so it, it, how do how do you become how do you feel that what what is Latin to you Ish here with a great new zero waste refill delivery service. Que lo tiene todo. Pantry items, personal care items, cleaning products, even some of your local faves, usually only found at the farmer's market. So what's this delivery service changing how you do groceries while helping save the planet? It's called The Rounds, and they're making deliveries in Miami. Philadelphia, Atlanta, and DC. They're like a modern day milkman. Bueno, if the milkman doubled as an undercover eco-warrior. Most items from almonds to pasta to dish soap come in reusable containers. Once you're done, you just leave your empties in your tote bag outside your door and the rounds picks up your empties, washes and reuses them, helping reduce those single-use plastics that are choking our landfills. And what's better than stocking your home while helping the environment? and local businesses with the rounds? Uh, how about getting 15% off your first order? That's right, visit therounds.co, click join now, and use promo code PERO for 15% off TODO in your order. Even if you order every item! Así que, what are you waiting for? Head over to therounds.co to save 15% using promo code PERO on your first order. Sustainable, zero waste, delivered to your door, and 15% off. What more could you ask for? Start making the rounds today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, uh, are you asking me? Yeah, what is Latin to me? Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I think that in, in this instance what of this, of this gentleman, I feel like if you don't really have a a grasp on your on your background and you are and you're one of these people who wants to know it once you know what it is you dive head first and you just start to embrace it because if if that's something that you've just always wanted to know about and nobody has given you the answer now you have the answer and you you always felt something was missing right, right. For, for so i can understand how someone like that maybe like final piece of the puzzle uh-huh. You know, and immerse themselves in it and, and make themselves feel like this is what was missing because I didn't know this part of myself or what have you. You know, it's not a Hil- uh, Hillary Baldwin sitch. Um, <laughs> Ilaria. <laughs> she can call herself what she wants. I'm calling I'm calling homegirl Hillary. Um, but for me, for me being... Happy Hispanic Heritage Happy Month. Hispanic Merit. Uh, Ilaria, Ilaria Baldwin. <laughs> You know what? That's going to be what we're going to post. We're going to post a picture of Ilaria Baldwin saying "Happy Hispanic Heritage." Awesome. No, we totally agree. <laughs> oh, her and Lana Del Rey. Um, Why is there something with Lana Del Rey? Well, she's not Hispanic, right? She just made up that name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but she's never hid that she's not right. right. Um, as for what does it mean? To me, to be Latin or Hispanic, I mean, I can obviously I, maybe is there the reason the I can reason, only sp- I can only speak to a similar angle as you because we grew up in the thick but, of but, it. But but the, the the reason I say that is because, for example, and again, I'll say it again: you you can't disvalidate somebody's feelings, right. right? You know, if that is what you feel, no one, absolutely no one, should tell you you're wrong. You're wrong, yeah. or that you shouldn't feel that because that's what you feel. So uh, I want to make that very clear. And at least this is but, a positive but, but feeling. But that's sort of like if. What right now I did one of those tests Mm -hmm. and I found out, which in the likelihood I probably am because um, at one point in time, Spain was a a lot of parts of Spain were Jewish, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I found out that I. Well, I mean, if you go back far enough, we're all. I I have Jewish ancestry. Right. Right. I have not been raised Jewish in any stretch of the imagination so i can't identify as jewish even if my lineage were to take me there yeah i don't care how many dreidels you spin right you know i i I, it's funny because i tell tristan all the time because tristan tells me like because i when i was in third grade my my uh third grade teacher was jewish so we celebrated hanukkah Mm -hmm. you know we did all the hanukkah traditions and i had a lot of jewish t-shirts growing up and i'm I'm so fortunate that i did you went to white elementary school i did because (laughs) it exposed me to that i mean i was i was i was eight years old and i was a freaking cuban little kid that had just been here seven eight years and you were singing dreidel 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 dreidel, you know like that's that's actually a great experience (laughs) experience, you know that i had that growing up but i can't pretend to be like oh well you know i found out that my great great grandmother great great grandparents were jewish they're ashkenazi so i'm totally i'm I'm a jew like right right? because i think that the the culture 
and the experience that that to me that is that is what makes you identify as such so i i do you think that and only to follow your 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 example to use judaism do you think that because judaism is also a religion it 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 it's a little it's different in, in some people's eyes you know what i mean like no because i see Ju- judaism obviously it's a religion but i see it as like a culture yes like, but I'm, but but people assume if i'm in order for me to become Jewish or to identify Jewish culture, I have to quote unquote become Jewish. Whereas right. you don't become Portuguese. But but when I think about it in terms of Judaism, right. I think about the culture. No, right, right, right. But I'm saying maybe that's again, just to use Judaism as as the example you put forth. Maybe that's why some people don't Because I could see go it that right way. now and be like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna be a Jewish and go to the Jewish Learning Center and do all the things I need to do, right? To become Jewish. Right. And I may be Jewish, but I... But you're not culturally... I'm not culturally Jewish, right, or at least right. I haven't been for over 40 years. <laughs> this is true. You know? So, like, it, again, you know, um, because I do think that being Latin is an experience. It really, really is. Um, and, you know, a lot of times people say, like, oh, if you don't speak Spanish, are you really Latin? I do think that... The language is a very big part of it, but I don't think it's the only part of it. And no, I don't think it's, of course not. I don't think it. If you don't speak Spanish, that's it. Um, you're you're that's it. A club. Yeah, we were taking your Latino card away. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, because there's so much more than just language. Although language does play a big part of it. Right. Um, but again, like from the family, I mean, can you really be Latin and have never been to a quince's? <laughs> oh, we should find this guy's Twitter handle and invite him to one. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is. No, but you know what? But, but you know what though? Like, Kings's nowadays are polished. You know, fair events. enough. But he's never been to one, right? No, he's never. He's been never to been one. to one, so he's he doesn't know the difference. Yeah, he's never been to one. For him, it's so. still gonna be all spectacle. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's like, okay, esta es la corte. Esta es la corte. Hay quince pareja. <laughs> it's super tacky, but go with us. But we love and embrace. So every now, second of la quinceañera it. is gonna come out of either a swing. Uh-huh. A conch. A conch. A swan. Right. Or a rickshaw. Or maybe like, you know, it'll just turn and she'll come from behind a wall of flowers. Yes, I've been to that one too. I have no doubt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I went, I remember her name was Marilyn. Marilyn's 15. <laughs> ah, lo quince de Marilyn. The, the, We've the, talked about yeah, Marilyn's We have, quince. we have. Yes, yes. No mentira. Esta era Maribel. Maribel, Maribel's 15s were at the Seville Hotel in Miami Beach, which is still there. And she came out of out of a vase of flour. Un, un, ba- un bucaro. Un bucaro. Un bucaro grandísimo. Here I am trying to say vase. Vase. Un bucaro grandísimo. Yeah, why were you trying to say? Y el bucaro turned. Marilyn's 15s, which Marilyn's 15s were a big deal. Like, my mom went to Burdines to buy a new dress, right? I'm laughing about the bucaro, but for different Marilyn's reasons. 15s, she came out of a rose petal to the theme of the young and the restless. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. That is on record. I've said that before here. She was doing it before Mary J. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to put... She was young and restless. Listen, Marilyn... Before Mary J. Yes. Okay. And I remember that they had these things that looked like petals around her. And then when it came out, um, 
you know, obviously they were more close together. So then so was, it opened. It opened. It blossomed. It blossomed. It bloomed, if it you bloomed. will. And I'll never forget because my brother and my two cousins danced those 15s. So okay. we were very invested in these Oh, 15s. yeah. There, well, there so, was a rental, t- a rental, you know, budget. Yes. And then, and I went to a lot of the rehearsals. Because that's what you just did. You hung out. You were like eight. What else were you going to do? You hung do? out in the, the 15 rehearsals, right? Yeah. Um, no, I was older. I was like 10. I was like 10 because my brother was already of high school age. Okay, still. You were 10. Um, no, they were but anyway, like but Emily Lee was 15. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I'll never no, forget. No, she was 14 at that time. Why? Well, because she didn't turn 15 until the Keenses. So during the rehearsals, oh, she was well, 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but sometimes depending. A lot of times quinceañeras had their 15s in the summer. Because that's when you weren't in school, so you could go to the rehearsals. Oh, okay, okay. Right, you know, it's, it's you got a plan. There's a strategy. There's a strategy. And I remember, I'll never forget, that in her 15s, there was a part <laughs> at the end that she, like after the whole presentation was over, that she came out and walked around the stage while of while audio of her played thanking everybody and thanking she her parents. She had voiceover? Yes. And I'm like, that's... And it was modeled after Miss Universe. You know when Miss Universe comes out at the end and she's the reigning Miss Universe? She's like, I want to thank the Miss Universe competition. Oh my you know, God. I want, vo- yes, I want voiceover. Yes, 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 yes. And her 15s was... I'm telling you, like we... It was the first season that we had a whole episode on quinceañeras. Oh, and, and they were mostly about Marilyn. Yes. <laughs> Be- because all also her 15s were... Uh, the first 15s I went to, that there were costume changes and props. Ooh. Yes. Because I remember they did the Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> so they all had to switch. Well, yeah. You can't do a, a hip swivel with those yeah. dresses. Yeah. They all did. They all did. Uh, they all wore. They didn't wear the jail outfit. They wore the um, the black a like, like, like jacket a, like with the, the number. With the inmate number. Okay, okay. Right. But I remember, though, that there was a kid who was behind, like, a, a jail cell. And I remember they made the jail cell out of PVC and they painted it black. Like, I remember all of this. <laughs> like, and her 15s were at the German Social American, the oh, German American Social there. Club on Miller Road. It's still there? <laughs> wow. But, you know, my favorite 15s were not there. My favorite 15s, and I went to many of them, and if you're from Miami, this little piece of... Little iota little of joy. is for you. The best fifteens were at Pyramid Banquet Hall. <laughs> well, I mean, it's called Pyramid. It's but Pyramid Banquet Hall. I mean, I in Coralway in one hundred and seven. I mean, frankly, it's Coralway's version of the Luxor. It, Pyramid Banquet Hall was a Luxor before the Luxor Las <laughs> there you Vegas go. was a Luxor. Pyramid Banquet Hall, where I'm sure if the fire marshal came, he would tell you <laughs> you have three times the capacity here because Pyramid Banquet Hall probably could see comfortably 60 70 people but somehow they would jam-pack 200 people in there. so they had more people inside the pyramid banquet hall do, than did you ever go to a party there to build a did pyramid. you ever go to a party there a I pyramid banquet hall and listeners if you have been to if you ever went to pyramid banquet hall during its heyday please 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 send us feedback we send us dms with pictures we would love to yeah, hear it hear pictures. from you it's still there it's called olga's banquet hall now and have you ever been to a party there I don't. Where, the bar was a pyramid. Okay, where is this on Coralway? Okay. Chico, this is on Coralway in 107th by uh, the shopping center that's there behind a. Uh, where the Dunkin' Donuts is? No. Donde right. está Benny's Puerto Rican? Yes. Okay. Which that's I don't right. think that's there anymore, but no. But yes. Benny's hasn't been there for like 10 years. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. Pyramid no, Hall. I've never been to the Pyramid Banquet Hall. Banquet Hall. 
if you needed to go up to the bathroom to go to the bathroom or get up in the middle of the choreography you couldn't because the chair of the person behind you that was in the other table was like you know right there like you couldn't get up and i'd like I know Gaviana, but somehow they would make it work. They probably paid off the fire marshal. I wouldn't have a, any doubt yeah. in my mind. Yeah, but but I mean, can you really be Latin without going to 15s? No, but that's what I'm saying. Let's find this guy. Can you really be Latin him. without watching novelas or having grown up watching novelas? Well, no, but you can catch up on those now thanks to, you know, streaming. Yeah. But no, but that's why I'm telling you, it's part of the experience. No, I, I get where you're coming from, but I but I also understand that there are people who, you know, just always felt like they were missing something and and if you're one of those people and you find that that final piece of the puzzle, it must be very... Maybe he had all these interests that he couldn't... Right, he was just like, why do I like Castañuela so much? <laughs> why am I so loud? Yeah, like, you know, I, I love all these... You know, why do I talk with my hands? Okay, that's genetic. That is genetic. That is genetic. Yeah. That, that you have it in you. That You want to talk nature versus nurture? Yeah. I mean... That is nature full force. <laughs> full so, yeah. mother trucking force. Latin. It's an experience. It's an experience. Being Latin is an experience. Ay, Dios mío. Well, speaking me. of being Latin, ¿viste yes. lo que pasó esta semana? Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, sometimes if you're Latin, you get a trip you didn't think you didn't even know you were going to say. To Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> you know what I love? Okay. Tell the story, but my favorite part is the fact that de todos lugares que podían atravesar so earlier this week, So earlier this week, um, our governor, Ron DeSantis, took, uh, it was about 50 uh, migrants and... Um, Some Venezuelans were peppered in there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And shipped them off to Martha's Vineyard. They didn't know where they were going. In fact, when they got to Martha's Vineyard, they were like, where in the world are we? Like, they, they didn't know where they were going. Nobody gave them any information. Literally put them on a plane and send them to Martha's Vineyard. Um, I mean, at least he sent them somewhere nice. Right. Um, obviously, he, he, the reason he did this is... Well, actually, no. He said verbatim why he, well, he did this. political theater. Because um, he says that Florida is not a sanctuary, sanctuary state, whereas Massachusetts is. Um, and they could go live out in greener pastures, but not here in the state of Florida. So here's what I have to say about that. Fuck you, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> so all these people that he put on that plane... Mm -hmm. They had already applied for asylum. Oh, really? Yes. So they weren't here illegally. They were waiting for their court date. Where did, because where did, where did he... Once the moment... Where did, well, no, so, so where, just, where did he find these people? Because this is what I can't wrap my head around. Like, how did he get them on a plane? I, I'm not 100% sure, like, <laughs> where they... they, would they If they cherry-picked them, like, or if they, if they put, were... Like, sacks if over they, their head and pushed them on? to be like, somewhere together. But these were people who have already filed... For asylum. So no es que cruzaron la frontera and they grabbed them and plot them on a, on a, on a plane. Well, or... or like, like within a day right, of... No, these people have already been processed. Okay, okay. Right, these people have already been processed. Okay. So they're waiting for a court date. So this is not a sanctuary situation. Well, it is and it isn't. Well, it, it, it is and it, no, it isn't. But, 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 but once you've applied, you're no but, longer seeking sanctuary. You're, you're, but but you're, the, the, what I'm right? trying to say is that these weren't people that were like here illegally and were like kind of hiding... You know, right, under, you right, know, hiding right, here, right, oh, don't right. catch me, or like trying to be under the radar, under the radar. Like, no, these are people who came here, applied, right, applied for asylum, which is legal to apply for asylum. We're granted. You actually have a right to file for asylum, and they're waiting their court date. So these are people that are being processed. So technically, they're not here at the moment illegal. Now, if they get denied, if they get denied, yes, yeah, right. But these are people have not been denied. So that's a very, very important distinction to know because 
the law states that if you enter this country, let's say, quote unquote, right, illegally, right right, 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 you have the right to seek asylum. Obviously, you we have the right asylum, to deny or whatever. You but... seek asylum based on different different Clever. reasons, see, see, see. right? You have a right to seek asylum. You have a right to a hearing, and then obviously the they can either deny or, right. or, or so these people were actually following the law. Because, again, let me stress this again. Seeking asylum is a right that you have. It's not a favor right. that they're doing. Right. Whether you're granted that right. asylum is a different so, story. So, again, it's not that these people came in here illegally. They stayed under the radar, you know, and then they right. caught them. Right. No, right. they actually went and... They did what they had they to do. They did what they were supposed to do what supposed to when do. you cross the border in that way. You right. seek asylum. So, yeah, again, technically right now they're not illegal right but he shipped them on a plane and to martha's vineyard question they're waiting for their court date their court date is here in florida right i imagine i would assume i imagine it's not in martha's vineyard correct not many courts in martha's vineyard i would assume right so essentially these people now would have to make their way i'm not sure how that's going to work out no 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 no, no, but i'm saying because the thing is that when, when when these when they make these decisions oh also can we remind our listeners how much this cost us in taxpayer money uh, 10 to 12 million it was 12 million dollars right um, <laughs> for this puffy faced motherfucker to grandstand right so here's the thing about and, and i've said this a million times i'm i'm a progressive i'm a liberal i don't think you should have open borders of course not i i, I don't you can't think, just let everybody just walk i don't through. think yeah i think there needs to be some type of protection at the border i think there needs to be a system there needs to be resources um at the border and there needs to be accommodations as to how do you treat how do you how do you um, handle the situation how do you handle the situation in these people when they come to the border right right so i'm not i'm not one of these people because there are that are yeah. like oh you know you should just let everybody in and you know people are trying to escape whatever yeah. in their native country they're not bad people and they're blah, not blah, bad blah, people right, right. All that is true, but I do believe that you need to know who's coming into the United States. Absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. But, you can't just show up in the UK and be like, I live here now. But but they need to be treated with respect, with dignity, right, humanely. And not treated as and, a and, chess and, piece. And the fact that you think it's okay to take a human being and their family who left their country, right, do whatever you want with them. for reason you know for whatever for their reasons for reasons well no it's usually very valid reasons right at this point you could just use them as a political pawn and like a toy like a disposable toy like how can you think that's okay because i think that you could be pro-legal immigration and still like you know these people have very conservative and very narrow view stance on immigration Mm -hmm. i think you could be that and still think like hey this is not the most prudent thing to do to use these people like like a toy like a prop prop. you're just gonna great word put them on a on a plane and boom and send them over there and then you're gonna have a press conference (laughs) to to talk about how look at what i did look at what i did i got rid of 50 illegal migrants you know and i sent them somewhere else uh, you, I mean, you're oh, talking. You're so talking about these. These are 50 lives. These are 50. Ojalá que él y su familia jamás y nunca se encuentren en una situación así. Pero déjame decirte algo. I hope that if they do, que se la vean bien mal y bien negra. Yeah. 
It's just, because that shows to me that you, for all of your Christian values, you have the soul that is darker than than the freaking and Satan's me, and asshole. Let me, and let me say something else. Um, people want to talk about like political affiliations and you know Democrats versus Republicans, liberals versus conservatives. That you know, well, is, liberals, it, is it Massachusetts a Republican governor? There is, he is. But but in terms of uh, immigration policy, that you know, liberals are generally bad in in, in um immigration policy. In, in uh immigration policy and they want to let everybody in and you know people that are criminals blah 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 because it's always it's always that argument right oh but you know there's people that are criminals and blah 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 yeah there's oh, and, a, and that's valid there there are that's a percentage of that's people, why you need to vet people there are a percentage of people that come into this country that are criminal look a percentage of cubans that came in the maria boat lift were, were criminals, criminals yeah. right just Literally like just like there's the criminals in every single demographic of every single right. thing of Every but again, single piece that's of data. valid, and that's why you need to vet people. Right. Absolutely. But what I wanted to say was that under the Obama administration, mm -hmm. Obama used to be called the deporter in chief because the amount of deportations that Obama had during his administration were like, I don't know how many times, I forget the number now, but I don't know how much more than Bush, Clinton, all the mm -hmm. previous administrations before him. Because during his tenure as president, they were very, very efficient and very strict on deporting people that had criminal records and things like that. Right. They used to call him the deporter-in-chief. Bet you, you didn't hear that and a lot of people didn't hear that. Why? Because they did what they had to do or what they thought they needed to do and they didn't make political theater out of it they right. didn't go out there and be like guess what we did today <laughs> right like this week is right <laughs> they did it they didn't they didn't inflame a situation that is already a, a they bad didn't situation use people as props right so so that's one of those things that you have to know history you have to know precedent you have to know what different administrations have done um so you can really have a full spectrum and a real opinion on something rather than just go a meme. by a meme, which, you know, as I say, put people based political opinions today on memes or just, you know, the, the thing is that politics has become today a show, like a circus it's show. It's political theater. It's a, it is a theater. It's like, welcome. You know, welcome to, and bienvenue. Right. <laughs> yeah. And whoever has, you know, can talk the loudest and say the weirdest stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna clap for them. To you quote know? Andrew Lloyd Webber, she didn't say much, but she said it loud. Yes. Where's that from? Evita. Yes. Yes. What's the line in Evita? I forget how it goes. It's a great line when when she says. They called me a whore. Can you believe they called me a whore? And the priest was like, oh, I gave up the habit years yeah, ago. And it's they like, still... Senora Peron, it's an easy mistake. I'm still called an admiral, yet I gave up the seat long ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's a rather than just been called fat. Yeah. No, it's Evita, not Christina. But I'm saying she would rather just be called fat. Man, that's a relationship that has gone through the ups and downs. Christina oh, and, and Brittany. Brittany. Oh, I was like, Evita and who? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, because she's dead. Just, so. just, do, just do a duet and get it over with. They should, they should do a tour together. You think so? Why not? You know you know who should tour? I told, I think I, you and I were talking about this the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In sync. In sync should tour. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, yeah, you know, 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 you know
Yeah, he went and, on and, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, he, everybody's career has a certain point. Yes, yeah, the guy yeah, he peaked a long Musically, time ago. Anyway. He already proved what he needed to prove, you know. And that's fine. That's great. He did a lot. Okay, now it's time for you to come back to NSYNC tour go stadiums. Back to Go back to your roots. Tour stadiums. Look, okay, they need to. They need to do it in advance because I feel Joey Fatone needs to get in. And and I don't mean this as a knockoff to his no, weight. Joey Fatone is a man of a certain age, right? So they need to start training, right? Because endurance is key. No, he don't say this on your 20s than to do it yeah, Joey's what 50 these people go on a world tour so this is like a marathon you know right it's, it's you get maybe one night of rest yeah and not even because you probably have to go and do all of the morning shows and well everything's syndicated now so they just do one and we'll play it across would you go see NSYNC I would totally go see yeah. because I never did yeah, I did. I never got to because I was going to go to the, uh, I think it was the pop tour, but then the hurricane. The pop odyssey, yeah. But the hurricane. We had tickets for that, yeah. Yes, and they canceled. So we, we went to go see them because they did some type of fundraiser for the yeah. hurricane, like a free concert. And I remember they were playing and so was Debbie Gibson. Oh. <laughs> I On went the beach. to the No Strings Attached tour. Oh, that must have been a great one. And I went to... Their first album tour. I don't know what the name of the tour was. The, was it Pop Two K? Was it no Pop? Pop was ba- but you Pop know, was in the in that last album, the celebrity album. Yeah, I I forget which one. The name of the first tour there is that I went to. I remember when they were touring with Janet Jackson. Her opening act. They were the opening act for for the Velvet Rope Man, but that was like really early on in sync. That was you're only famous in Europe in sync. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you like more, the Instinct or the Backstreet Boys? Well, you know I love a dance. Yeah. I, I, you know I'm a performer, I'm a dancer. So for me, in sync always had the yeah. spectacle. Yeah. So I'm gonna break a, a lot of hearts with what I'm about to say. Oh no. During the time, I liked in sync more, but now I like Backstreet Boys more. I think musically, Backstreet is better. I think musically, <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of shit from somebody that I know. <laughs> I I I think. And it's not it's not a dig at NSYNC. It's, no, it's just it's um I the two. think that Backstreet Boys music has aged a little bit better. Because Backstreet Boys had like more ballads. Right. And they were more of uh, they were more of um I don't even want to say that they sing better, but they they're but harmonies. They're, yes, that's that's the word I was looking for. Harmonies. They were they're they're more of a harmony group. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. have they have like a lot of like R and B and slow like ballads and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas NSYNC was more NSYNC was a dance group, and then you know Backstreet Boys was the the ballad group. Yeah. I freaking love. I have no shame in saying this. I love the NSYNC. Tom, what's the song of NSYNC I really like? Uh, um. Which album? It's tearing up my okay, heart up my heart. when I'm with you. Yeah, tearing, and, up, tearing up my heart. Yeah. And I love the, actually. That's the first album. I like that one. And I love, I just want to be with you. Is that first Girl, album too? that's all yeah. I want. And then I love, um, shit. Uh, uh, Lying in your arms. Crazy. Yeah, I drive myself crazy. crazy. There was so much insanity during that time you. on the charts. <laughs> what, what else? Britney's crazy. Oh. Uh, you know, them crazy. I'm sure there was somebody else who was, you know, going crazy. And Pink something. was crazy. Pink. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I was thinking of Pink. I'm like, she has to have a song that's something about crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, you, know what's, you know what I think is so great? 
that we went from talking about no, Governor no, no, DeSantis no, no. deporting people yes, to another so state to, to insane. I love, 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 love going on YouTube uh-huh. and, you know, the music of that time and saying Backstreet Boys, Britney, Christina, um, Jessica Simpson, all these people. Which actually, I bought I bought a luggage, yes, uh, a suitcase yesterday, and it's from the Jessica Simpson collection. Oh, yeah? And I didn't... You got a Marshalls, didn't you? I did. I didn't know she had a, a luggage collection. Well, she has a billion-dollar company, so she probably has things in that collection that you never dreamed My of. My favorite part, though, is that when I look, you know, I look at the thing, and it's like, you know, brand Jessica Simpson name so it's like a mint green but the name of my luggage my suitcase is Dixon oh (laughs) well I love reading YouTube comments of like all these videos because Mm. it's like people are like oh my god that's when music was great oh my god these songs are so amazing and I'm like when these people were out you probably hated them they used to get so much shit because everybody used to say they were manufactured, that they weren't real musicians, that it was all show. What is it that we say about the girls? Uh, about? The Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. That they sold, you know, millions and millions and millions of albums, but nobody listened to them. Right. Nobody People was, were like, no, oh, the Spice oh, Girls suck. And it's I like, don't listen to them. I don't know. It's like, like, how did they sell like 80 right. million records right. in like two years? <laughs> you know? But, but yeah, it, like I remember specifically with all these like music of the yeah. early, late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, for freaking sake, now looking back on that um, documentary on um, Woodstock 99, you know, Fred Durst went on a whole rant about who hates in sync, you know, yeah. who hates the Backstreet Boys uh, that freaking literally fired up the crowd. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, my God, remember those days of that great music? Dude, hair hair glam rock, you know, got shit, too. And now we listen to it and we're like, oh, my God, what a great song. Man. Where's Hoku? <laughs> Well, she's Don Ho's daughter, so she's probably doing pretty okay. She's probably, yeah, she's probably good. She's okay in Hawaii. Is she in Hawaii? Well, Don Ho's Hawaiian, so I would assume. Well, yes. No, no, so I would assume she's in Hawaii. That was her shtick. Right. Now when I think of her, I think of Reese Witherspoon. Well, yes, because of Legally Blonde. Yeah. What was the other song? Actually, that song from Legally Blonde wasn't her, her single. No, her single was Another Dumb Blonde. I don't even know how that goes. I can't think of it right now because all I can think of is Perfect Day, right. which is from Legally Blonde. Right. But then again, emo music was also going on at that time. That's true. There was a lot happening. You know a song I love from that time? Drive, Incubus. Good song. Whatever tomorrow brings, oh, yes. I'll be... Oh, and Takweda. I'm not a perfect person. <sighs> That's such a good song. But that's not Incubus. No, I know. I found the reason Is that, to That's not Jim Blossoms. No, no, no. I Dude, can't. Jim Blossoms no, no, are no, going no, no, different no, no, time. No, but my, my head is just going through like names right now. Hey. I'm, I'm just going down like a list in my head. And Shit, I wait. Who sings that? Hey. And, and the, the reason you, Hoobas is... Tank. Hoobas Tank. Thank you. I actually had that album. No, that was, the, that was from their second album. I had their first album. What was in their first album? I don't remember right now, but I know I had the first album. <laughs> Oh yeah, get that single vitamin C. Well, Colleen, I think is a is, does she have a talk show in Germany or something? Probably, but I think she's like in a, a music executive now. That's what happens with all these people. Like because they work in the industry, they become A and R people. They you know become some administrator somewhere. I guess the thing with her is that she's probably like in her mid fifties by now. Why was she older than us? She was old when she came out as vitamin C. She was like thirty. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, but she, she did the graduation song. Yeah, but she 
She played Velma, the 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 bad girl, the villain girl, in the Ricky Lake hairspray. Uh oh. Yeah. So she's like Ricky Lake's age. Right. Wow. I'm actually looking it up you learn a lot right of now. In one day. <laughs> Vitamin C singer. Let's see. And listeners, if you've joined, if you've been with us up to now, thank you. She's fifty. She's fifty. Because I'm tired today. <laughs> You're tired. Do you, do you need a soda? It's just fifty-eight. Oh. Well, look, in March of 2012, um, oh, actually, since early 2019, she has served as a music executive for Netflix. So you totally made that up and you were right. Yep. <laughs> it's a safe bet with all these former, you know, former pop stars. So is that what Hoko's doing? Oh, you're going to make me look up What Hoko? is Lita Ford doing? Lita Ford. <laughs> She's probably just, I, I picture Lita Ford on a motorcycle. Who used to sing, get over yourself, goodbye? Wait. That was Eden's crush. Okay, who's Eden's crush? Why do I Eden's know crush was Nicole Scherzinger was in Eden's crush before she joined the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is what's in my head instead of algebra. Literally, <laughs> this is what's in my head instead of algebra or calculus. That means it, you, you plus, plus me equals, equals us. us. Okay, Wait, one of them died. The youngest one. That was ¿cómo se llama okay. In March 2018, Hoku um, released an EP called, titled "Called by Name," um, and it's her first Christian EP. Okay, so she's doing Christian music. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's, that's great. Oh, she's um, she lives in in California. I wonder what it says about me that from that time my favorite person is Mandy Moore. <laughs> it really is. Well, she's had longevity, so I guess I, I, I really guess it is. says something. I don't know. There was just something about Mandy Moore, not you at know, the very beginning. I was gonna say because you did not I, like I Candy Mandy Moore. I can't stand that song, Candy. You did not like. I that video. can't stand that song. But shortly thereafter, there was just something about her I really liked. I could tell, not that I'm like, you know, this, you know, whatever. I could tell that wasn't really her. That she was like, you know what? Fine. Yeah. I could tell there was... I I want this, so let's see where this goes. There was more there. Right. Yeah, there was. There was. There was was more to Amanda Lee. (laughs) I actually have her latest album. What's her... She released something during... uh, She released an, an album too. During This Is Us? She released two albums during This Is Us. Oh, wow. And she released an album a few months ago. There's a song called Four Moons on her latest album that I love. Check it out, people, man, anymore. It's not what you think. Um, and Actually, nothing, um, nothing after her It's called album. In Real Life, her album. She won a tour. But she canceled her tour That's right. because of the pregnancy. That's right. But she had a bunch of shows. Don't you remember me that telling you? In Orlando. Yeah, don't you remember me telling you that I was like, shit, I wish you would come to to Miami because I would go. I would be the only person there. Like, I wouldn't. Well, I'd, not go, the only I'd person. go with you. <laughs> now that you said Orlando and we're talking about like uh pop nineties pop. Pop nineties, early two thousands pop, I will never forget the time we went to Universal Studios. So remember like listeners, like when Islands of Adventure first came out. Oh wow, those are the first opened. Which I mean first, first came, came out. out yeah. When Islands of Adventure first opened, did you guys like go a lot? Because we used to go like every weekend, I feel. That first time you ride the Hulk. The first time you ride the Hulk you want to talk about an experience? That's an experience. That's an experience. You know, and especially back then that there wasn't social media. So you, you didn't, didn't know. You didn't know about the sling. Right. I mean, you heard about it, but you didn't know. Yeah. Like, I remember thinking the first time we went to the Hulk being like, oh my God, when we get to the top, let's wave our hands. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. There was no time for that. There was no time for that. That is a great ride, the Hulk. That is a great I gotta ride. I got to tell you. That is a great ride. Um, but I remember at the time that we went to... Um, Islands of Adventure, and at the Hard Rock and City Place. Oh, yes. 
Robbie Williams was going to play there. Like the next weekend or yes. something. Yes, and I don't know who it was. Was it you that you were like, you should go see him. You're not going to have a chance to see him. <laughs> if only we had known. And it's true. Just one weekend away from the ego landing. Yeah. We had to wait 20 years. <laughs> exactly. To see Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. But we saw him, damn it. Yes, we did. So, listeners, what is your favorite <laughs> late 90s early, pop? Early aughts pop. <sighs> Westworld. Not Westworld. No, wait. Go wait, Westlife. 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 Why do I... I should know Westlife because they did a song with Mariah. Westlife, is that the one with Ronan Keating? No. Running Keating was, was Boy Zone. Zone. Why do we know this? Again, what's in my head instead of algebra? <laughs> Why do I remember Ronan Keating? You know, you know. Also, actually, he has a his album Destination is great. But you know why though? Because during those years were the years that I went a lot to Europe, and also we were always at the Virgin Megastore, and I was always at the Virgin Megastore. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, well, you know, you were gonna you were gonna learn about Ronan Keating. Listen, I bought import albums just based on the cover. So did I. Because so, back then, you know, where would you listen to it? Like, you couldn't was, listen to it online. So I'm like, no. I like this and cover. And Blockbuster, which had the listening stations, didn't have imports. Right. <laughs> no, they did have imports, but some of them you couldn't open. Oh. Right? Because they were like, you know, an import was like $30. Oh, yeah. A single was like a good $10, $15. Now tell me about it. Yes, I know. We still have them. Yes. So, <laughs> ah, the import section of the record store. Yes. It's funny because the other day I was at, at the Petco, you know, uh, the Petco here at... Uh, Don't need to be a Blockbuster? Yes. And I'm like, oh, it's a pet store now. Like, yeah. over there estaba listening stag- sta- section. Aquí estaba the imports and whatever. Here was the new releases that never had new releases. <laughs> Soda time. All right. So do you want to go first? I am going to go first. Knock yourself out. So I'm going to give my last soda today to Bob Costas. Oh, okay. So I... I've obviously... Well, who doesn't know Bob Costas? But I... The, my connection with Bob Costas is uh, the Olympics, obviously. Right. Because, you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of the Olympics. I live and breathe all 21 days of Olympic glory. Um, if you come to my house, I have an entire section in my library of just Olympic memorabilia and books and stuff We've like that. We've done opening ceremony parties. We've had opening ceremony parties. That is sort of how Bean Pan Boyo started. It kind of is. Because... I did Korean chicken wings yep. when they were in Pyeongchang, South Korea in yep. 2018. And that's kind of where it started. So we have the Olympics to thank, thank for being boyo. Thank you, IOC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how I know Bob Costas. But I was actually listening to an interview of him on the uh, Chris Cuomo podcast. Mm-hmm. So... It's, I, I actually don't listen to that many podcasts, but Chris Cuomo is one of the ones that I do listen to. And I and it was surprising because I wasn't a huge Chris Cuomo fan on CNN. Mm-hmm. Not one way or another. I just... just I, you just weren't. I, I weren't because, again, I don't care too much for these like opinion-based political shows, got news it, shows. Got it, got it. And even a podcast is different. Um, but he does have a podcast now and I actually enjoy it. And the other day he had... Um, Bob Costas on mm-hmm. and he they they did talk about politics at the end which Bob Costas until now had been a very non-political figure like he wouldn't talk about politics well, yeah, but he's, he's a sports guy we yeah. live in very different times now and just the way and this is why I wanted to give my last soda to him because the way that he speaks how eloquently he speaks mm-hmm. he's so measured so intelligent um but humble at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of kind of 
refreshing to hear such intelligent, again, measured, leveled commentary mm-hmm. in this day and age. Especially from somebody who's not traditionally communicating that. Right. Because they, they, they were talking about politics and they talked about some pretty heavy stuff. Obviously, it topped talked about trump in january 6th and stuff like that but it was very not like oh my god because republicans are trying to ruin the you know who do they think they are and you know it was very like measured measured it's like wow i hope that i am able to speak like bob costas about like these matters or whatever right because it's just such again such an intelligent classy way of speaking and 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 conveying yourself that i feel is so it's so missing from discourse nowadays in all aspects in both political the political world social media world because so often we complain about this all the time people just attack each other insult each other and and that's one of the reasons why you can't have dialogue and, and right. intelligent intelligent measured conversation and it was just again very very refreshing to hear so i invite everybody to listen to bob costas on the chris cuomo podcast mm-hmm. um and and again i i i really enjoy people like that that can communicate like that so my soda to bob well there you go i'm sure bob enjoys a nice refreshing soda yes he seems like the type that would yes so my last soda is actually kind of, it's a little fortuitous that um, this announcement was made on the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month. So, as you know, we you know we've had we love only in Dade. We've had only in Dade on our show. We've had you know many people. We've done stuff with them. Um, and if you follow only in Dade, you know they have several like correspondents. You know several people who do bits and interviews. And one of them is this, um, he, I don't know how old he is, but he looks very young. His name is Marcelo Hernandez. Yes. Um, and again, guys, if you've been on Only in Data, even remotely, you've seen him. Well, this week, it was just announced that he's trading Only in Dade for live from New York at Saturday night. He is going to be one of the four new cast members. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I freaking love his voice because he sounds so much older than he is, you know? Yep, he is. He's gonna be in SNL. He's oh, gonna yeah. be one of the oh, yeah. one of the four new featured players on SNL. Um, so congrats, huge man! Honor that's congratulations. That I is... mean, open invitation. We'd obviously love to have him on the show. You know, I wanted to have him on before, but now more so. Um, but a while, tremendo. He is really young, though. Yeah, I mean, he can't be more than twenty five. Yeah. Now, why she's like forty two? He no, just no, 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 he no, just no, looks no, young. No, no, but um, but yeah, and you know, again, I know. Especially we like to on here we celebrate, you know, when somebody from the quote unquote neighborhood, you know, makes it big. And I think you can't get bigger on TV really than than SNL. SNL. I mean, it's an institution. It's iconic. You know, I've always thought like the audition process for SNL must be like insane. It's a weird process, actually, because the audition... I mean, and and Marcelo, please come on our show and talk about what, what the process was, but... I feel like it's different for different people because if you're, he's a stand up, he does stand up. He's opened for like, uh, well, not, not anymore because he passed away, but he opened for Gilbert Gottfried. Like he's done stand up. A lot of times what happens is Lorne actually, Lorne, like I know him, Lorne Michaels has our friend Lorne, our friend Lorne from Canada. Um, <laughs> he has people who will, who kind of like scout in cities at comedy clubs. 
And if they think that somebody's, you know, material worthy, then they'll ha- they'll be like, dude, you should come check this kid out or this this you know this person out. And so then Lauren Michaels will go and check them out, and then it becomes. So it's my understanding is that it's not necessarily like we're holding auditions, come, come, come and on, audition. Come it's you you are hand selected right. to audition. Right, and I also f- probably feel that SNL when they hire, they go on hiring, especially this where they lost so many people. They have to, you know, they're. The people in SNL, they're good in different things. Right. So it's like, okay, we need an impressionist. We need a singer. We yeah. need a stand-up. We need, right. you know, whatever. So, yeah. So, congrats, man. Like That's awesome. That is so fucking cool. I'm going to sort of miss him on Only in Date, but then again, I he's going to be in SNL. So, you know. I mean, only the best for him. Like, Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Wow. So, yeah, let's have him on the show and get tickets because... <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, that it's, too. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I've... Oh, I mean, who what doesn't who want to go to SNL? To, yeah, yeah. And I've taken the NBC uh, the tour, tour uh, 30 Rock, and it's like, yeah, it's like a 20% chance. And it's like, oh, like, you have more yeah, chances of winning the lottery. And I'm sure now with COVID, it's even less. Yeah. I have always wanted to go to a taping of SNL. Same. Because I think it must be such organized chaos. That's the best way to put it, I think. Yeah. Like, to watch that happen. Yeah. SNL really is a great show. And just I'm putting it out there too, I'm perfectly okay with going to the SNL rehearsal. Marcelo, yeah. if you hear this, I know that's not the one that goes live, but sometimes those are the sketches that actually get shared and, you know. Right. So I'm okay with a rehearsal. Because I feel that SNL, like, obviously you watch, if you watch SNL throughout the years, you know there's kids that fall flat. That yeah. I mean, like, it, oh. it can't always hit. But when it hits, it hits. It hits. It's so, well, that's why they're so iconic. Yeah, almost 40 years. What are some of your favorites? I love Penelope by Christian Wiggs. Penelope, Penelope is great. That is, I remember, I remember the first time I saw Penelope, because I feel that Penelope, you have to know the character, like, to really appreciate it, right? Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, but what is wrong with her? The thing is, right? I know several people like her without, but right, but without any context of the right, character, right, 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 right. But then when you realize that it was Penelope the character, right. and then they did subsequent skits on it, right, it was I, that is probably in my top three. For me, it's funny because I don't think of it in terms of skit like like characters. I think of in terms of just skits that to me are super. Memorable. You're thinking of Heather Locklear. I'm aren't totally you? thinking of Heather Locklear. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Sofia Vergara's. Uh, Sofia Vergara for me has two. Sofia Vergara's shampoo Pantene commercial. Right. And the one where she's like narrating the Hunger Games. <laughs> that one's good too, but the Pantene. The Pantene. The Pantene is great. And go I have to say hair. Pretty. People, look up Sofia yeah. Vergara Pantene commercial. It's, it's great. It's great. And I mean, of course, you know, then there's the classics, like the church lady, who I, right. I freaking adore. Well, you know who I have a soft spot for, but you're not a fan of, is the Lonely Island. Yeah. Their digital short. I'm on a boat, it. dig in a box. Don't, you don't like dig in a box? No. Meh. You don't, okay, you don't like the, you don't, do you like any of the dig in the box tr- trilogy? Because it's a trilogy. Okay, that's weird. But it's dick in a box. Uh-huh. Then it's not gay if it's mother a lover. Okay, with Susan Sarandon, and then Lady Gaga's the one. And Lady Gaga is not gay if it's, if it's in a three way with a lady. You know, with a little with a lady in the middle. There's some leeway. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't. You don't get it. Really. I don't. I don't find it funny. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I don't. I, I don't get Lonely <sighs> Island. You don't think I'm on a boat is funny? No. 
Okay, wow. I just don't get it. Anyway. And you know that my humor is pretty wide. It's okay. pretty broad. Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Just like we agree to disagree on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, no, I'm right and you're wrong. Okay. So Ish and I have this like long <laughs> thing that he doesn't think Jimmy Fallon is funny, where I I do. I think Jimmy Fallon is hilarious. But you don't think he's funny. No. Okay. I think Jimmy Fallon thinks Jimmy Fallon's funny. Okay, how about the millions of viewers? <laughs> I mean, you can't account for bad taste. <sighs> You're being silly now. <laughs> I'm being me, and that's all I can be. This is me yeah. then. <laughs> all right. Anyway, with On that, that note. note <laughs> you know what I love? I love A Mother Lover, which is a sequel to Dick in a Box. Because Mother Lover is about them sleeping with each other's it's, mothers. It's MILFs. Yeah, it's, right, it's right. Justin Timberlake and, and Andy Samberg sleeping with each other's mother. I love when they say, this is the second best idea that we've ever had. The first being? Dick in a box? Of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. Anyway, with that note, everybody, go watch the Lonely Island Digital <laughs> we Shorts. We a lot of homework YouTube. today. On YouTube, we hope you had a uh, hope you have a great weekend. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, wow, I'm like totally off. My you game. are totally spacing. Uh, what is you, that? Is you vamping? Uh, yes. <laughs> we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. Yeah. There, I gotta get the rhythm. We hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us. <laughs> All right, cuídense. Have a great weekend. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.